David took the cheese and the bread as he was asked, and he brought it to his family, but he wasn't greeted with open arms. His brothers criticized him for even showing up and told him to go back to tending his little sheep. It would have been so easy for David to allow his own family to compromise his calling. Remember, know your worth and value and stay focused on your assignment. Welcome to Rise and Lead. I'm Benjamin Lundquist, and this podcast is all about personal growth and leadership. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our Rise and Lead community. We are a community of leaders who are passionate about growth, leadership, and expanding our impact on the world. On this episode, I'll be talking about three life and leadership essentials that have transformed my life, calling, character, and courage. I'll be teaching about these three by revisiting one of the greatest stories of all time, the story of David and Goliath in Scripture. I guarantee you'll find yourself somewhere in this story. I had the honor of sharing this message in person with the coaching staff and players of the Colorado University football program over the weekend and thought it would be high value to share this message with you as well. There is a lot in this episode, so buckle up. If you are a returning listener, know that I appreciate you. And if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, thank you for being here. I know your time is valuable. The Rise and Lead podcast is designed specifically to motivate and equip you to live your greatest life with maximum impact. We are going to find out what makes great leaders great and how you can start growing yourself, rise, expanding your impact, lead, and living the life you have been created to live. I want to personally invite you to be a Rise and Lead partner in spreading the word about this podcast and all the episodes that will follow so together we can reach more people. Your input, ratings, reviews, and shares help our team to continue creating a better podcast to serve great leaders like you. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the episodes that release every month. Rate the podcast. I'm always going for a five-star rating. If you think Rise and Lead deserves five stars, I would greatly appreciate that. Leave a written review. If you haven't done so already, your reviews make a huge difference. And finally, Share about Rise and Lead with your family, your friends, and your social media network. Screenshot this episode talking about calling, character, and 
and courage and send it to someone or text someone the episode link. You are helping people rise to their next level by connecting them to an episode. And when you share about the podcast as an Instagram or social media story, make sure you tag me and I will always try and give you a repost. I like to start with prayer, so let's pray together. Dear God, you know that the right word shared at the right time can change a person's life and perspective. If someone's listening right now, it's not by accident. Give them the word they need to hear at this very moment. Amen. As we dive in, I want you to assess what is currently happening in your life. Remember, the first job of a leader is to define reality. So for you, what is going right? What is going wrong? What is missing? What is confusing? And where do you want to be in 90 days? No matter what is happening currently, I want you to rise and lead as a person of calling, a person of character, and a person of courage. You may be thinking, yeah, but you don't know what I'm going through right now. You don't know the immense pressure that I am under, and that's fair. But here's what I do know. Your story is not over yet. I'm going to say that again. Your story is not over yet. And this is the time when leaders rise up. Leaders are built in adversity, and you are a leader. So let's talk about these three leadership essentials from the story of David and Goliath. I want to give you a little bit of context as we dive into this story. I think the majority of us have at least on some level heard about David and Goliath and that climactic moment where David goes out onto the battlefield to fight Goliath. Two nations, their future hangs in the balance, the Israelite nation and the Philistine nation. And this is an incredible underdog story. You have David stepping up to the plate when nobody else would to take on Goliath, a champion. And here's the thing about almost every underdog story. As the story moves forward, People got something wrong about the underdog. What they saw from the exterior was not the entire story. And that's what we see playing out here with David and Goliath. When people looked at David, they didn't see his heart. They didn't see his background. They didn't see his preparation. They didn't see how God had been walking with him for years, getting him ready for this very moment. When David stepped onto that battlefield, all they saw was a 19-year-old sheep herder. But what they couldn't see was an experienced, trained, and equipped warrior on the inside. 
I know there are some of you right now who feel overwhelmed and ill-equipped for the opportunity in front of you. But I want to remind you, like David, God has been preparing you for this moment. Trust me, we're going to talk about the battle scene, the epic battle scene between David and Goliath. But I want to take you back five or six years earlier to some parts of this story that you may not be as familiar with. Before David ever meets Goliath, God tells the prophet Samuel, go to the house of Jesse. You are going to anoint one of Jesse's sons to be the future king of Israel. So Samuel does just that. He goes to Jesse's home and he tells Jesse to bring all of his sons so he can see them and anoint one of them to be the future king. Jesse calls all seven of his sons, and they line up in front of Samuel to be inspected as Samuel is looking at which one can be anointed as the future king of Israel. And it's important to remember, as it says in scripture, that men often look toward the exterior, but God looks at the heart. God looks at the character when it comes to expanding someone's platform and calling someone into leadership. Samuel is not feeling the hand of God on any of these seven. So he turns to Jesse and he says, are these all of your sons? The truth is, Jesse didn't have seven sons. He had eight sons. And the eighth son was David, who hadn't even been chosen to come before Samuel. I want you to hear my heart on this. I don't know how many of you had a father who didn't choose you, a father who didn't even acknowledge your existence, and you have lived the majority of your life feeling unwanted, unloved, devalued, and unworthy. And maybe you've been putting in effort for years trying to prove to yourself and to others that you are worthy of being loved. Hear me on this. Your value doesn't decrease because of somebody's inability to see your worth. God did choose you. God does call you his own. God does call you his son always. God does call you his daughter always. And that reality can never change. So regardless of whether your father saw you as a son or daughter, God has always seen you as a son or daughter. God has always called you his own. God has always been proud of you. God has always seen your unlimited worth, value, potential, and calling. You have never been overlooked or forgotten by God. He has always seen you. He has always chosen you, and you have always been his. Let's be clear. 
your worth and value comes from God. I'm going to say that again. Your worth and value comes from God. It does not come from the circumstances of your life. The people around you can affirm and support the value that God has given you, but the people around you do not determine your worth and value. Knowing where your worth and value comes from is an absolute game changer when it comes to life and leadership. You need to believe in your worth and value, especially in high-pressure, high-expectation seasons and situations. You have to believe in your worth and value. How do you begin to change the way you have seen yourself for so many years. Start by replacing lies with truth. Don't speak any more lies about yourself that simply aren't true. I'm going to say this. If you are saying something about yourself that is contrary to what God has said about you, that thing is a lie. No more lies. Start writing a declaration of truth about yourself at the start of every single day. Surround yourself with an inner circle of people who affirm and support the worth and value that God has given you, and then look for every opportunity to tell people about who God says they are. Affirm the worth and value that you see in the people around you. So Jesse sends for David, and David comes out of the field and stands in front of Samuel. And it is at that moment that Samuel anoints David to be the future king of Israel. This calling by God on the life of David was years before David would end up fighting Goliath and even longer before David would actually become the king of Israel. Just like David, you've got a calling on your life. You've got a calling to God. That's where your worth and value comes from. And you've got a calling to do something significant with your life, with all the gifts and the abilities and passions that God has given you. And that calling is going to be accomplished over your lifetime through many, many life assignments. Some of those assignments, they're going to be painful. You are going to be called to serve people and places that are difficult, and there's going to be pain that you will experience dealing with those people and those places. But you got to remember this, God will not waste your pain and he will leverage your pain as he prepares you for your purpose. After he was anointed by Samuel, David would spend years in the wilderness and God would use that experience to prepare David for his future purpose. You've got to remember 
that in those wilderness seasons, God is preparing you. No matter what assignment you may be in, no matter what people or place you are called to serve, you've got to remember that you are called and commit that you are going to be faithful and fruitful to the assignment that is in front of you. All that time that David was tending sheep as a shepherd, he was being faithful and fruitful to that assignment. And that speaks so loudly to the character of David as a young man. Every successful leader pays attention to the stewarding of their character. They pay attention to not only what are they doing on the outside, but who are they becoming on the inside? Who you are becoming is of far greater importance than what you are doing. I'm going to say that again. Who you are becoming is of far greater importance than what you are doing. From one leader to another, steward your character well. Three practices that you can see from David's time in the wilderness that relate to his character development. David continually improved. He gave his all to the cause, and he sacrificed without expectation. Leaders of character are always looking for ways to get better in the areas of life that matter most. And they always bring their all to the cause. They show up with every single thing they have to offer and they sacrifice for others without expectation, without asking for anything in return. David's skills grew in the wilderness. He was learning to become a warrior by taking care of sheep. And David gave his all to being a shepherd, even as far as saving sheep from the mouths of bears and lions, even if that meant sacrificing his own life. Years later, Jesse would come to David and ask David to go visit his brothers on the battlefield who happened to be present as Goliath the champion was mocking the name of God and the Israelite nation. So Jesse told David, go take this cheese and bread to your brothers and see how your family is doing. Here again is David's faithfulness and fruitfulness to every assignment. He could have said, I'm not old enough to be a warrior on the battlefield. I certainly am not going to deliver cheese and bread to my brothers. But that's not what David did. David took the cheese and the bread as he was asked, and he brought it to his family. But he wasn't greeted with open arms. His brothers criticized him for even showing up and told him to go back to tending his little sheep. It would have been so easy 
for David to allow his own family to compromise his calling. Remember, know your worth and value and stay focused on your assignment. What David found in the Israelite camp was a spirit and culture of fear. Nobody was willing to step up and step forward to go out and fight Goliath. David, on the other hand, chose courage. David knew who he was. He trusted his preparation and he trusted God. Rumors begin to swirl in the camp that David has the courage to go out and fight Goliath. As a leader, you've got to manage the fear in the people around you and make sure that other people's fear doesn't cause you to begin operating from fear. David finds himself standing in front of King Saul, but King Saul doesn't see a warrior. King Saul sees a young man who's not even old enough to be at the battlefield. That's the heart of an underdog story, is that someone got it wrong about the underdog. What they saw on the outside was not what existed on the inside. David, trusting his preparation, went to his resume and told King Saul, I have fought lions. I have fought bears. And the same victory that God gave me in the wilderness, he will give me today on the battlefield as I go out and slay Goliath. Trust that you have been prepared for the challenge in front of you right now. Saul then gives David his armor, and he puts the armor on David, and David tries to walk around, and he can't do it. You see, he is not called to be Saul. David has to fight in his own armor, in his own preparation, by his own methods. Such an important leadership principle that you have to lead in the armor that God has given you. You have to lead with the passions and the giftings and the abilities that you have. You are not called to be another leader. You are called to be the unique leader that God has crafted you to be. Inside of David burned a fire to honor God and save a nation. So David, as scripture says, he didn't walk onto that battlefield. He didn't skip onto that battlefield. David ran onto that battlefield in full confidence of who he was and the presence of God in this moment. The dad and brothers got it wrong about David. Saul got it wrong about David. And Goliath got it wrong about David. As David runs onto the battlefield, he is being mocked. He is being taunted. But David stays focused. 
and David picks up that stone. And you know how this story plays out. David throws a single stone that ends up killing Goliath, the champion, Goliath, the giant who falls dead. David takes Goliath's own sword and cuts Goliath's head off, claiming a victory for God and a victory for the nation of Israel. Three essentials to life and leadership, calling, character, and courage. No matter what your circumstance may be right now, no matter the crossroads in life you find yourself at, I want you to rise up and lead. Remember, you are called. Steward your character well and move forward with courage. In the next 24 hours, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take an inventory of any and all lies that you may be speaking over your life. I want you to name those lies in the next 24 hours, and I want you to write a statement of truth to replace every lie. You're called. You already have worth and value. Let that be your starting point and your foundation. I hope this episode about calling, character, and courage impacted and inspired you. Send me a DM and let me know. I read every message that comes in. Make sure you screenshot this episode, share it with someone, and post it to your social media accounts. Don't forget to tag me so I can give you a repost. I know there is someone who you know who needs to hear this episode about David and Goliath. Thank you for sharing, subscribing, and rating the podcast. Seriously, that means the world to me. Look for new episodes to release every month. You won't want to miss those. Thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself. You are worth it. Remember, the best time to rise and lead is now. Now.